This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It is another edition of Philly Stamros, James Seltzer. It is Friday, September the 10th. And we head into the weekend coming off just a brutal, brutal gut punch of a loss last night at home to the Rockies. Devastating. A really a devastating loss last night for the Phils. Braves win. Come from behind or, you know, back and forth, tied, down, up. They win. And the Phillies are three and a half back in both the division and the wild card with 22 to play. And, you know, it's hard to put together a picture, to paint a picture, as they say, of how the Phillies end up making this happen. Now, I mean, we know what the picture is. It's they, they beat the bad teams they have to play. And then, you know, the Braves, I guess, get unlucky along the way, or the Reds or the Padres get unlucky along the way. And the Padres, I guess that's the most realistic with their schedule, but... Just, uh, look, the Phillies would have to play like 650, 700 baseball if these other teams are going to play 500 or, or a little less or whatever. And, and it just feels unlikely that the Phillies are going to be able to make that happen. As, you know, we're running out of time. We're running out of time. There's 23 games left, 22 games left in the season. And losses like last night can't happen. And, you know, we're going to look back on this season and there's going to be games like last night that we point to and say, That game could have and should have gone the other way, and it didn't. And as a result, the Phillies didn't make the playoffs. And that's what it feels like we're heading to. And again, you know, just this team, this team, they win six, lose a bunch, win five, lose a bunch, win two, lose, win, lose, win, lose. It's just, it's, it's, it's getting tiring, folks. It's getting tiring as, you know, they win the sixth straight and then, they lose two, and then they win two, and now they've lost three straight. So we had thought, oh, eight of ten after that Miami th- thing, and now they've lost five of seven. You know, you can always flip them around. They won eight of ten. They lost five of seven. They this, they that. They're just, they're, they're what they are. They're what they are. They're a disappointing team that is very unlikely to make the playoffs, I think, at this point. You know, it just is what it is. got to be real. And and like I, uh, you know, look, there, there's been one moment all season long where I said they were a playoff team, and that was the eight-game win streak, and I've put my hand in the air and said, idiot, over here for that one. Um, and while they've gotten back in, it, it's been fun and exciting, and I've appreciated potentially having a, a fun September, and I thought we'd have a fun September, and look, we still could have a fun September, but... They're not winning this division. They're it's just they're just not good enough. They're not consistent enough. The offense clearly can't show up on a night to night basis. They have too many holes. I mean, outside of Bryce Harper, this this lineup stinks. It does it stinks. You know, Gene Segura is good too. Obviously, has struggled more lately, but it's just a bad lineup right now. They're a bad lineup right now. JT, of course, comes to the plate with the game on the line at the end. 
I could have seen this coming. Strikeout. That guy, JT, what a bummer, man. I know we talked about it a bit yesterday, but just what a bummer of a player JT has been this year. Considering the contract he got, that guy is just, and, and pinch hitting last night to, um, at the end and can't get it done. He's batting 259 on the season with a 344 OBP and a 433 slugging percentage. 14 homers. In case you're wondering, that is tied for 123rd best in Major League Baseball this year. So, 776 OBS, 87th best in baseball. I'll tell you what, there aren't 86 guys making $25 million, I'll tell you that much. $23.5 million, whatever the number is. It's a problem. It's a shame. And JT deserves a lot of blame. He really does. He deserves blame and scorn for this season. Obviously not, you know, he's a human and he's struggling and that is what it is. But um, he's been really bad. He's been a really big disappointment. For that. Like a, We've talked so much about the disappointment that has been Didi Gregorius, Aaron Nolan, Alec Bowman. Those are the top three on the poster board. If you're putting like biggest 2021 Phillies disappointments, made a list and, you know, semi-long list, but those those three right at the top. But right there with him is JT Romito. He should be. He should be right on that list. He should be right on that list, squarely on that list. Gets this massive contract and just has not looked anything like the same player this season. At any point this season, has JT looked like a $20 million guy? Any point. I mean, he hasn't been close. He's been... Average, average for twenty plus million. It's a shame. It's a massive disappointment. And you talk about Didi and JT and just the outpouring of money to those guys next year. I mean, you have forty million dollars to those guys next year. Not quite, but but almost forty million dollars to those two guys next year. I mean, do you want either of them on the team? I mean, yeah, we'll take JT obviously for the price and idea. But I mean, those guys have been just disasters this year. Didi again. Didi in the first inning, just one of the, the the worst errors you'll see. Double play ball, easy double play ball. Didi kind of throws off balance from second, just throws it away. Nowhere close. Stinks as a shortstop. Like a, a an awful defensive player at this point in his career. And unfortunately, an awful offensive player as well. Didi has been just horrific this year, and obviously now the line with the injury and stuff, but Didi, another 0 for 3 last night. My man is batting 220 on the season with a 278 OBP and a 380 slugging. It's a just horrifying 658 OPS on the season for Didi. A 658 OPS for Didi Gregorius. I mean, that is... Tragic. <laughs> it really is. I mean, it's 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 pretty tragic. It's it's not ideal. It's not what you want from, from Didi. For reference sake, last season Didi in 827 OPS. Uh he was injured the year before, but the year before that an 829 OPS. The year before that a 796 OPS. Got an eight a six fifty-eight OPS. I mean, that is horrific. It's horrifically bad. He is a bad Bad, bad hitter right now. And look, I mean, honestly, this team only has one good hitter yet again. I mean, poor Bryce Harper. Can we just can we just take a second and say what a shame? 
what a shame this is that this season from Bryce Harper is, for all intents and purposes, getting wasted. Harper, another homer last night. His 30th shot of the season. He is now batting 305 on the year. A 417 on base percentage. And a 602 slugging. He has a 1019 OPS. Harper's slugging percentage is over 600. Folks, people. I mean, wow. What a season. What a freaking season this guy is. It is my biggest sadness of this season outside of, you know, just the basic we're not going to make the playoffs again sadness is that this Harper season is not going to lead to a playoff berth. It's not going to, honestly, probably because of how the team finished, it's not going to win him an MVP. It's going to go down as a, a lost year, you know, where it'll be second or third in MVP voting. We'll know the magnificence that he was this season, and there won't be any, you know, accolades to show for it. And it's a shame. It is a shame. Again, 305, 417, 602. <sighs> I mean, that's special. That is a special season from a Philadelphia Philly. A truly special season. You don't get these kinds of offensive seasons often. Ryan Howard, the last guy to have this kind of offensive season. Seriously. I mean, that's how great Harper has been this year for the Phillies. He's been otherworldly as a as a player and and it's getting wasted. And it's gonna get wasted. And it's it's a real shame. Uh, let's look back at last night, and we'll look ahead and continue to just kind of lament where this team's at right now. Last night, uh, again, just a brutal, brutal loss. Harper, homers in the first, yet again, second night in a row. one nothing lead. Just being awesome. I, I'm barely getting anything to hit. When he does, it's like bonzing it. Not quite. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, he's been amazing. Harper, homers in the first, one nothing. Then in the fourth, Ranger dealing. Ranger, yet again. I mean, this guy, second best pitcher on the team without a doubt, but... Gives up a run in the fourth, but otherwise able to just really, really hang in. Uh, Ranger goes six innings, one earned, six strikeouts, five hits, one walk. Yet again, Ranger Suarez being awesome. I'm so impressed with this guy. You know, if we want to, when we eulogize the season, which we will do at the beginning of October when the season is over, um, likely. Um, there will be a lot of, of what we were just talking about with the DD and JT of it all and, and where did it go wrong and how did it go wrong and how are these guys so bad and what a disappointment and what does it mean for next year that these two guys are in a contract and Alec Bohm, is he cooked, is this, that, and I don't think he is. I'm just saying the storylines that are going to uh, come up um, and it'll probably be more negative than positive and, and ultimately that they're not going to make the playoffs most likely, so that'll be deserved. But, you know, Harper, obviously the the keynote, Signal, top line, great story of the season, and Zach Wheeler right there. But but I think right after that's Ranger. Right after that, we're gonna look at Ranger Suarez and be like that guy. That's something that we can grab onto and say, I'm psyched that guy's here. I'm really excited about what he can be for this team. This is something. That's exciting. Ranger's awesome. One three eighty are on the season, and again. Just again, especially after watching Spencer Howard attempt to lengthen his ability to stay in games and and just fail miserably to watch that guy over you know two months or whatever it was pitch two innings two and a third three whatever it was, and then to see Ranger 
not only be the best reliever on the team, just a freaking lights-out dynamite guy in the, the pen, but we see him just flawlessly, seamlessly transition to the starting rotation like it's like, yeah, no problem. And in like two starts, he was throwing seven innings. It's wild. I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. Ranger, what a year. What a year that guy's had. He's been one of the three or four best Phillies this season. It's unbelievable to think that, but it is true. Shout out to Ranger Suarez on a truly amazing season. He did everything he could last night. It wasn't enough. 1-1 in the fourth. Phillies take a lead in the sixth. And, uh, manufacturing a run. They should have gotten more in that inning, but they get one um, as Miller beats out a, uh, a double play ball, able to score Segura. It's 2-1 to one as we head to the ninth. Phillies pitching up until then. A great job. Jose Alvarado, clean inning. Hector Naris, brilliant eighth inning. Came in, 2Ks, was just phenomenal. He was awesome. And then Ian Kennedy. Ian Kennedy comes in in the ninth, gives up a two-run homer to McMahon to give the lead to the Rockies. Then another homer, which would prove to be important because in the bottom of the ninth, the Phillies would score a run, have a runner on third, two outs, J.T. Realmuto in his $23.5 million contract steps to the plate and strikes out. See ya, buddy. Game over. It was a brutal one. And you know what? Again, ripping J.T. and all that, but like Ian Kennedy, you get yours, pal. Horrendous showing for me and Kenny last night. Just a disastrous outing. A brutal and down to his last strike. He and Ryan McMahon, two strikes, two outs, bottom of the ninth. And he gives up a tank shot to him. Just a tank shot. Horrendous. Ian Kenny, who didn't have a problem giving up home runs in Texas, comes here and all he does is give up home runs. I I can't explain these things. Right? How are we supposed to explain these things? How are we supposed to say, oh, that makes sense. This guy is awesome in Texas, comes here, and can't get outs anymore. Like, what is that? Why does that seem to happen so consistently? What is it about the Philadelphia Phillies that so consistently they bring a guy like that in, a guy who is having such success somewhere else, and he comes here and it just falls apart? I don't I don't have a real strong, good, logical explanation for it, but it seems to happen time and time and time again, and... Let me tell you, it's pretty frustrating. Pretty frustrating to see these guys succeed, bring them here, and see them fail. I mean, it's a gut punch every time, and last night was a gut punch loss, especially considering the stakes, especially knowing that, that you know, in hindsight, the Braves won. Um, you're three and a half back now. And again, the, the, like we talked about, the, the only chance this Phillies team had down heading into yesterday, down two and a half with with twenty three to play. Now it's twenty two to play. Down three now. Like the only chance they had was to to not sweep literally, but to sweep these bad teams. You know, they have. If you take the Mets out of it, because the Mets are not a bad bad team, right? Um, if you just talk about the fourteen games against the Rockies, the Cubs, the Orioles, the Pirates. Four of the worst teams in baseball, record-wise. The Pirates, uh, Rocky's not quite that bad, but on the road are one of the worst teams in baseball. Those 14 games, honestly, you need to win 11, maybe 12. You know, 10 if the Braves don't want to win some games. You know, they needed to rattle off like two of three, three of four, three of three, three of four. Like that kind of thing. That's what they have to do. 11 and 14. Like, I know it sounds like a lot, but... They're playing horrible teams. The Rockies' road record is one of the worst in baseball. 
like one of the worst in baseball, as great as they are at home, and they are twenty games above five hundred at home or whatever. Twenty three, uh, excuse me, yeah, twenty. They are twenty games above twenty two. Uh, oh no, only eighteen above five hundred now at home, but still. But on the road, they're nineteen and fifty. Nineteen and fifty on the road. It is one of the two worst road records in baseball, and that means that going into last night, they were eighteen and fifty on the road. I mean, the the Pirates are fifty and ninety on the season. The Cubs are sixty five and seventy six, and have been on a massive. They play, actually played well their last 10 games, 8-2. and two. Prior to that, had been on a massive losing streak. The Orioles, 45-94 and 94 on the season. 45-94. and 94. These are the teams that theoretically stand between the Phillies and a playoff bird. Now, obviously, not really because you need the Braves to lose. You need other teams to lose. Like, it's not, you don't have your destiny in your hand, sadly, but... You know, these are the teams that, that the Phillies have to go on a run against. And you can't lose the first game against all of them. You can't start this 14-game, and again, there's the Mets in between, but this 14-game runoff like that, with that kind of loss at home. I mean, it's not just a loss. It's a gut-punch loss. It's another one. The Phillies now, and this was put out last night as we saw Jim Salisbury was the first I saw with it, but everyone was talking about it. The Phillies have 30 blown saves this season 30 in case you're wondering it's the record in the history of baseball this phillies team this year which you know is is somewhat ironic after last year a historic bullpen and and certainly way worse last year than this year i mean we're talking night and day i mean last year again they ended the season like a 70 or a or whatever it was unbelievable and yet this year they break the record for for most blown saves it's um not fun. <laughs> we talked about it a lot last year, but there are a few things worse than watching a, a baseball team with a bullpen you can't trust because it sucks the enjoyment out of being able to root for the teams. You know, it's like yeah, at no point can you kind of relax. No point can you kind of say, we got this. All right, I feel good. Yeah, we're going to pull this one out. You're always just never comfortable, never fully enjoying it, never fully able to let go and say, all right, this is a fun game because you know that there's a, uh, you know, a grim reaper sitting on your shoulder waiting for the late innings. And, and that certainly was the case last night. And the 30, 30 blown say, just think about that. This again, we're talking about a team that's three and a half games out of the division, three games out of the wild card or three and a half out of the wild card as well. Um, with 22 to play, and we're talking about 30 blown saves. It's like, huh, I wonder if what what could have gone differently this year for the Phillies to make the playoffs. I don't know, maybe don't blow 30 saves. If you blow 25 saves, you're in first place. <laughs> I mean, jeez. It's, it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating, this team. They're so frustrating the way they do this, the way it's year after year, and they find just painful ways to... Suck the life out of us. And this year, and again, I I do appreciate the good times. Don't get me wrong. Like, I do appreciate the eight-game win streak. I do appreciate them making it feel real in September. You know, even if I didn't think they were going to actually win the division or get the wild card, it still has, at, at times, over this run, felt like they could. And this is a real race that they're in. And we're 
you know, battling for it. Even with all that, and I appreciate that, it does feel like they just have a special knack for pulling you in, punching you in the gut, pushing you back out, pulling you back in, punching you in the gut, pushing you back out of a vicious, vicious, vicious cycle uh, with this Phillies team. And it's what we're trapped in right now. And then look, they're three and a half back with 22 to play. Still can do it. They still can do it. But they probably won't. I mean, they won't. I don't, I don't think they will. I mean, last night, just a perfect example. You can't lose that game. You can't lose that game. You can't score two runs prior to the ninth inning. This team doesn't score runs. That was the thing that was supposed to carry this team. They have one guy right now. There's one guy who you're afraid when he steps to the plate. One guy. I don't know about you, but watching that game last night, I would have bet my house JT wasn't going to come through in the bottom of the ninth. I would have bet my house on it. I had zero faith. Squata, as they say. I had nothing. Zero. And that zero faith was repaid in kind. As expected. Not surprising. They blew it. JT blew it. And it is what it is. Like, this is who this team is. And they're frustrating and they're disappointing. And I wish they... We're better, but they're not. This is exactly who they are. They are um, a 71-69 and 69 team. You know, they're only two games above 500 right now. And that feels like who they are. And that feels like who they should be. And that feels like the kind of record that we're heading for in 83-84 win season. Which, I did predict 84 wins at the beginning of the season, so I would feel some modicum of uh, nothing. I'd feel nothing. Who cares? You know, I'm trying to think, like, would I feel proud that I predicted this the record? No, I don't care. I just want to make the playoffs. Like, come on, guys. It's going to be a decade. It's going to be a decade. This season's going to end, and we're going to be able to look at each other and say, hey, you remember 10 years ago the last time the Phillies made the playoffs? Remember a decade ago? That's when the Phillies were last in the playoffs? It's, uh, it's a shame. It really is. It's a... It's a it's a real bummer. It's a real bummer. It is uh, a real bummer. This team is uh, so frustrating and such a disappointment. And, um, uh, you know, it's just a bummer. It's just a bummer. Again, 30 blown saves this year. Bullpen's given up 78 home runs. And again, a single season record for blown saves for the Phillies. It's, uh, you know... They're always going to find ways to punch us in the gut, it seems. But but hopefully um, someday we'll be able to break through and say, we made it. We did it again, guys. This was fun. But for right now, I just I don't think it's the year. And it, uh, it hasn't felt like the year for a while. Since the eight-game win streak and the, the play after, I've kind of been in that mode. And I know they fought back and went from five and a half to two and all that stuff. But... Um, it just feels like too big a hill to climb the way they're playing. And and again, really without anyone but Bryce Harper. I mean, Bryce Harper's valiant effort to try and like single-handedly carry this team to the playoffs has been truly special to watch, and I'm appreciative that I've gotten to watch it. I really am. I Honestly, it's one of the most impressive single seasons I remember um, in Philly. But it's not going to be enough. In the end, it's not going to be enough, and, and we can blame JT, we can blame Didi, we can blame Alec Bohm, we can blame... 
Um, well, they, oh, and, but, uh, how my leg, leaving Joe Girardi off this list. Blame Joe Girardi. I mean, how many times this year has this guy screwed up for this team? Um, there is so much blame to go around, and we'll do that show. We'll definitely talk about levels of blame and who deserves the most blame. And, you know, Girardi, Nola, JT, Didi, Alec Bone, like those are the, 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 the five some that pop right in my head. I'm like, those guys, those guys have so much to do with it, but there's so much blame to go around. And, um, you know, it's just a mummer. It's too bad. It's a shame. But look, we'll see. Big weekend against the Rockies. If they win the next three against the Rockies, um, you know, they did that against the Diamondbacks, if you'll remember, uh, that series where, you know, Diamondbacks lost. Uh, they f- lost the first game of the Diamondbacks, and we're like, all right, season over. Done. It's over. This is the day. It was the day that um, they announced that Rees was done for the year, and it was like, all right, this is the end. It's okay. Let's accept it. It's good. And then they fought back. So this is it. This weekend, if they win all three against the Rockies, you get a little help. You never know, but, you know, not ideal. Bullpen game tonight. So that's a great start going on against Cameron Marquez. And then tomorrow, Wheeler, Sunday NOLA. So, you know, we'll see. Either way, whatever happens, we'll be back to talk about it all on Monday. So until then, everyone have a wonderful weekend. And thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com.